The book is titled Becoming Right, How Campuses Shape Young Conservatives. Since William F. Buckley wrote God and Man at Yale in the 50s, there has been a long-standing discourse about how uh, universities are godless and statist, uh, meaning that basically liberals and progressives have taken over and that the uh, university is politicized such that an overwhelming number of faculty uh, are, are liberal or, um, or progressive uh, and that um, students in their classes are being treated to uh, indoctrinating discourse. I wanted to study what conservative students think about their own place on campus. So what I did was use a classic case study comparison method, which is to choose uh, two universities uh, along axes of both similarity and difference. One is a very highly selective private elite university. The other Western public is a highly selective university. One has a much smaller student-to-faculty ratio, that would be Eastern Elite. One has much larger student-to-faculty ratio. And in terms of size, one is uh, much smaller and one is much larger. And I thought that these would matter because I was interested in looking both at how institutional reputation mattered and how the structures and the cultures on campus might matter in, in uh, students' lives. On average, across American universities, you find that Liberals and conservatives represent about 20% in each uh, of the student population. Interestingly, at private elite universities like Eastern Elite, uh, a larger number of students identify as liberal, nearly 50%. So one might think actually that at Eastern Elite you would have conservative students who are all the more outraged by being on a liberal bastion uh, school. Uh, but in fact, that is not what we found. What we found at Western Public is that conservative students are pretty much bread and butter conservatives. They believe in a strong national security. They believe in low taxes. They believe in small government. They're generally on board with the Republican Party platform in terms of social issues, although there was perhaps more kind of libertarian support for uh, gay marriage and some supported reproductive rights for women. Same was true at Eastern Elite. Ideologically, the two groups of students weren't that different from one another across campuses. What we found to be really interesting was that despite these ideological similarities, the way they acted as conservatives on their separate campuses was really quite profoundly different. At Western Public, there was a full embrace of what we call the provocative style of being conservative. The provocative style is meant to have fun. It is meant to play gotcha with liberals, poke liberals and see when they squirm, and have liberals kind of come back at them with a good deal of animosity, and then conservative students can point to liberals, whether they're faculty or students, and say, see, we told you, you're overwhelmingly liberal on this campus, and some kind of uh, exhibit A um, actions that are used in the provocative style 
are uh, the Affirmative Action Bake Sale or Catch an Illegal Alien Day in which one student will be designated as an illegal alien and other students will be given points if they're able to somehow chase a student down and, and capture him or her. On Eastern Elite, on the other hand, conservative students know about the provocative style, but they choose not to go there. Uh, we had a couple of students say, well, yeah, that would be fun, but we cannot get away with that at Eastern Elite. Ours is an eminent faculty, and uh, it would be disrespectful of our faculty to do such a thing. Uh, we have very talented classmates with whom we will be working in the halls of power someday after we graduate. We don't want to antagonize them now. And also we have both the luxury of being civil toward others on campus and the obligation uh, for doing so. So what Kate and I argue is that uh, students at Eastern Elite embrace the uh, civilized discourse style. And here the point is not to play gotcha with liberals, but to try to work with them across the aisle, to have really good conversations with them, to make their points known, understood, you know, really get in their uh, deliberative democracy kind of thing, um, and uh, act like reasonable people on campus. I think it's important to look at universities as the progenitors of particular kinds of political styles. If you keep people in greater isolation or more anonymized from one another, you have more opportunity to vilify the other side. And we see this happening on campuses. One of the key things that is so important in this in this comparison of Eastern elite and Western uh, public is that Eastern elite is a kind of social bubble. Um, students live on campus with one another. They take smaller classes. Uh, they get to know their faculty better. At Western public, students are much more spread out. They're in much larger classes. They have much dimmer views of their professors, in part, I think, because they don't get to know them as well. Under those conditions, it's easier, quite frankly, to be unfriendly toward your adversaries. You see them more as adversaries and less as potential uh, discussion mates. What we see on campus in Becoming Right is a bit of a microcosm of what we're seeing in the larger political world. It used to be that Republicans and Democrats would be friends, but we're getting to be more polarized uh, and more uh, defined by these labels. And I think that the provocative style leads us even further down that path.